Yeah. One of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like they got their play. Get, don't get me wrong, they're good. Yeah. But by the standards of who we could send. Mm-hmm. What is it? The FIBA? Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were doing like their exhibition tour right now or some some shit like that. Hey, like you said, smacking niggas. Yeah. Doing niggas dirty. Yeah. But it's, um. Man, it's a long, ain't it? I'm yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's about to be rough. <laughs> um, I'm real sleepy. I'm trying to see what, uh, oh, what else is going on. Hey, 80 grams worth of edibles, so. Jesus, sir. 80 milligrams. Milligrams. Okay, I was about to say 80 grams. Nigga, yeah, we need, whole to a <laughs> we need to get you to a facility, sir. Pass out just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wake up mid show, like nothing right. happened. Oh, God. No, um, 80 milligrams. That ain't that bad, right? Nah. It's a lot, but it ain't that bad. Nah. Um, I can feel it because I haven't eaten today. Oh, y'all gonna check out that Blue Beetle movie? I didn't even know it was out already. It Is came his out hands yesterday. really like that? Hmm? His hand. What you mean? Mean? He got a big ass hand and a small hand. He's saying huge, look like One Punch Man shit. What the suit can morph and turn? No, 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 His hand really looked like that, my nigga. Hold on. Because in the comics, his hands are like normal. It just looks like he's in armor. Oh, why is Dane trending? I'm he, sorry. He just dropped the album. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm cool on that. Okay. Uh, Blue Beetle. I didn't even know it was. I, I want to see it. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Not yesterday, but Friday. You want to go see it? I don't know yet. Because it's the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of this new DC run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the new DC run because it's a uh, James Gunn, which is fire. Yeah. James Gunn be really turning shit upside down, bro. Like, from what I heard, Guardians of the Galaxy really wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, it wasn't at all. They made it through their casting and how good they fit those roles. They made it a big deal. So if they can, yeah, if they can do that with some of their lesser known acts and then continue to hit on their known acts aside from Batman, because we got a little taste of a gun DC movie. You know what I mean? Suicide Squad. Mm, okay. Yeah, the second one with uh, yes. Idris. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a little. You know what I'm saying? A little something, something, and Peacemaker. Okay. That was dope. So yeah, you I, they would just have to hands, continue to, uh, you know, like I said, work with those characters and cast the right people. That's gonna be the biggest thing for them. Speaking of the comics, do you think that DC will start making a run now that Marvel's kind of, you know, different? Yes. No. I think if there was never time for them to do it, it'd be right now. And I think they put the right person in charge to do it. They can let me say this. They can, but like I said, with their casting and depending on the stories that they tell, that's going to tell a lot. Mm-hmm. Because the reason Marvel hit that run is because they were able to pull off a whole ten-year saga. Mm-hmm. So, if DC can pull one of those off, you're good. Which I think they, mm-hmm. right person at the helm. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. Sure. It just all it, it all honestly yeah, depends on the stories they pick. And how they how they go about uh, depicting their characters because DC has the better villains, mm-hmm. so you just have to have these superheroes that you know to counteract that. Again, aside from Batman, you cannot continue to lean heavily on Batman. You, in my opinion, you can't. You have to be able to make Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all these other motherfuckers interesting, mm-hmm. 
in order for people to buy in. So basically do what Batman with Marvel did with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Just make him the one that bring everybody together. Yeah. And you can do that, but again, you got to... Because essentially they're the same. They're just rich. Zack Snyder tried to do that. Who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tried, yeah. Oh, but he, uh, Jesus Christ, he, his story, like, he picked a good story, but it's so, it's so hard to get into because it's the, you know what I'm saying, like, it's like a possibility versus a definitive storyline, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so. So, who's gonna fight Kang in Marvel? The CT De- depends on yeah, how the because <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen all the headlines, but like I'm not up to date on the most. I guess we could just do this most brief recent Marvel news since we talk comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man. Because yeah. he's going to be more like the Tony Stark, right? Now. Correct. Then you got um, Strange, who I think they're going to like. It's going to be told through him. I feel like this next phase is Strange's. Strange and uh, the Marvels. Mm-hmm can lead this and it'll be formidable but because they're doing the multiverse shit at any and this is why why motherfuckers really need to relax at any point Marvel can push the button and bring all the motherfuckers back mm. yeah but they take a long time to do that cause they're trying they're trying something mm-hmm. different and I understand what they're doing but they uh they went about it the wrong way. Like, they introduced motherfuckers out of order, in my opinion. Hmm. That's always been the thing, though, hasn't it? Like, and this, this, is, this is my thing, though. Like, to it, in my opinion, if you're going to introduce Kang the Conqueror, who's a time-traveling, like, space scientist and all of that, mm-hmm. you needed to further establish some of the individuals in space who are going to combat that. So if you're changing up the Guardians of the Galaxy, there's no use in them being involved in it. If you're, you know what I'm saying, like you, this uh, recent shit, uh, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. they should have just looped that into Captain Marvel's movie. Everybody said that that and was Captain Marvel 2 without Captain Marvel. Yeah, they should have, it would have made perfect sense there because they were introduced in her movie originally. Mm-hmm. So it, it would help to further explain the story as to why they're frustrated because she didn't find them a home planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we didn't even know they were there. Right. Uh, well, yeah, they put other people there that shouldn't. Like, why is Rhodey... Rhodey? Rhodey? Rhodes, yeah. Rhodey. Because the, the way they explained it is the secret invasion took place during the three years of the blip. Oh, so he was really there when Iron Man died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Those three years that they fast forward in the Avengers mm-hmm. is when the scroll got in and started kidnapping motherfuckers and, and you know what I'm saying? Which makes sense from a strategic standpoint because mm-hmm. it's when the heroes are at their weakest mm-hmm. and they're down and out. So, mm-hmm. so somebody that's cool, somebody was moving during that <coughs> yeah. during that time. You know what I'm saying? So that's just seen Amelia Clark. That makes sense. Um, and that's what I didn't understand. Did you watch Secret Invasion? No. Are you familiar? Well Yeah, I'm familiar with that's the story. That's a dumbass question. I apologize. But um yeah. So, this Super Scroll, like, is she Amelia Clark, who's in the series? Is she, like, a god now? Like, what is her role within everything? She And again, this is where they fucked it up, because the actual Super Scroll in the Marvel comics mm-hmm. is from uh, their run-ins with the Fantastic Four. Because the Super mm-hmm. Scroll in the comics has all of the Fantastic Four abilities. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, okay, did they kind of show that in the show? Am I tripping? They just gave them all the Marvel abilities, like the Hulk. Oh, all the yeah. ones that we've seen. Yeah, that the we've seen. The ones that fought against Thanos the first time in Oh, so the ones who got the DNA on mm-hmm. scene. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so that that's how they're, they're saying they got it, which I don't like because, again, you're skipping steps. Because if you introduce the Fantastic Four, then you can introduce the Scrolls, and you can introduce who's really, who should be the big bad in Dr. this series, Doom. Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. Again, you, you're setting it all up. You can have motherfuckers like Kang come in and be formidable, but it you should all, yeah, it should all come back to Dr. Doom. Because mm-hmm. thinking about because I recently watched uh, Infinity War Endgame because that shit was mm-hmm. amazing. Watching it years later is still amazing. Yeah. But, like, I realize they haven't done a whole lot off Earth when it comes to, like, letting everybody else know what's out there. I think they tried to do that with Captain Marvel, but that movie was a flop. Guardians of the Galaxy. Cap- but Guardians. outside of those two, it's like, yeah. what else is out there? And, um, and it, it mm-hmm. like, the, the scale is fucked up because you got, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy the scale. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And then you got Thor, who's literally dealing with some of the strongest entities mm-hmm. in the galaxy. There's no middleman there to, to bridge that gap. And that's where you could have had the Fantastic Four, Captain Marvel. Uh, they, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they fucked up Adam Warlock. They could have used him. Another group that they're dragging their feet on, if they would have introduced the X-Men, then they could have introduced some of the Shi'ar, which is like space mutants, for lack of a better term, and their involvement in shit. And that all of that helps them bring in this space group and then you can bring in motherfuckers like the Silver Surfer and Galactus mm-hmm. and it's not weird because you've already established these teams been there who you know yeah, who deal with them but I, I digress so yes going back to the original questions if DC does it right this is the story that they can tell um, I don't know what story they would do that's like long like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if even if they just did it over like a, a six to eight year run, they don't try to do the full ten mm-hmm. because of the superhero fatigue. They can they can get some shit off. Because I'm not familiar with DC a whole lot outside of Batman and detective films and whatnot. Yeah. So like, are there any long running sagas that they could do that we would see with the Blue Beetle and everybody that they're trying to bring in? Yeah, you can do all kinds of shit off of what they've established through TV and film. Because they they've already established Teen Titans because they had a series for them. Yeah, I love so, Teen Titans. Well, cartoon, but yeah, he can he can do some shit with them. Um, trying to think of who else. Fuck, since they're resetting the universe, it makes it difficult. The Blue Beetle's good because the Beatles, uh, the rest of the Scarabs or whatever, mm-hmm. it's a good long term story. You can tell, you know what I'm saying? Because they come to Earth and hand the heroes they ass. Um, it's, you can you can go back to the dark side, shit, because his stories are always compelling. Um, Brainiac. I heard they gonna drop that another Suicide movie, Suicide Squad, the first one. Mm-hmm. Extended cut. The Ayer cut. Okay. Because that wasn't Ayer's movie. I think uh, Ayer. Okay. That was WB came in and kind of like switched everything up. Yeah. Well, we yeah. got what we got, coming, but. Yeah. So they can. I mean, there's there there's some shit there that they can tell and tie some of these like movies together because they can always do the um, if they're going to do a Justice League they can do a Legion of Doom to combat mm-hmm. that so that way you mm-hmm. have the individual movies and you introduce villains and then you have a, a, a squad movie you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. where it's your team versus my team mm-hmm. and that's a which would be fire you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah that's how you get your movies over the six to eight year run you can do that and it's easy peasy 
this is all there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's gonna be fun to see. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we're gonna see. But like I said, motherfuckers is getting superhero fatigue because Marvel did such a good job in that first run, and then since then, shit has been less compelling. Mm-hmm. So now it just feels like they're putting shit out to push shit out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because I felt like Loki, like during them, when those series like Loki came out, it was, mm-hmm. I was hyped, geek. No, that's a good one. Loki and Scarlet Witch and Vision. WandaVision. WandaVision. Wanda, yeah. Wanda, that was the best one, I think. Yeah. That's those my between, favorite Marshall pe- between, Marvel piece of work. Between those two, solid. Mm-hmm. The other ones, yeah. A little shaky. Yeah. A, a lot shaky. A little shaky. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, they, they not really, they not really formidable heroes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Yeah, WandaVision was probably my favorite Marvel show. WandaVision or Daredevil. Uh, but WandaVision got it because that had me every week. No, not at all. We want Daredevil. No, Punisher. We want favorite Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Gotta be Punisher. I mean, for you, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a dark you individual. Yeah, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. WandaVision was crazy. And yeah. <laughs> it's dark as time. Yeah. WandaVision was just crazy because of the way it was done. Yeah. Man, you see how. Damn, I don't think they've done anything as good since. And What's I think. What's his name? Who made the face? The cut up nigga. Yeah. Is it Jigsaw or some shit like that? Some shit like that, right? Yeah. He turned that nigga into Jigsaw. Yeah. I didn't know that happened in the comics. Mm. The, the, the Punisher is one of the ones, and again, he's somebody that in the comics he's involved in these stories a lot more, mm-hmm. but they didn't involve him in the movies because the movies went so so far left of the comics. Yeah, because that shit's so. too violent. But they're bringing him <laughs> back now, though, from what I heard. Yeah. They're doing it again. Yeah. It only makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else is is going on before we dive into the, the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, can't think of nothing else we, t- we touched on. I feel like we touched on the last session, uh, four or five, getting charges put on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, About that time, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. See what really happens. Yeah. Money, mm-hmm. you know, the money right there, you're going to be right. I, I, I think in this one, though, they setting him down because he didn't fuck some money up. Yes. That's why I think, you know what I'm saying? And he still has the power to fuck some money up mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. Because if and he then, get off this, this would be crazy. And they he... trying to set some, some disciples up from his way of thinking, mm-hmm. but now they fucking the money up. So it's, it's hard because DeSantis is really riding that, that the coattails, mm-hmm. but Florida's a whole bag of shit right now, so... You know, they ain't oh, really, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They ain't you know, really about Disney to trust you. Doing I'm not surprised for what? That, uh, that don't say gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Disney's just sued DeSantis or some, like, some shit. DeSantis was like, all right, bro, I'm chilling. They was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Uh-huh. Now we got to make an example, actually. <laughs> That's why they, if they don't with Trump, I yeah. feel like. Disney open them books for you, man? <laughs> That's Disney. Yeah, yeah, my nigga. That's nasty work. That's nasty work. And I believe we talked about that shit when he was down there doing all that wild shit. Like, then the ones you want to stay away from. That's the scary shit in the world. I can imagine Disney suing. A conglomerate coming after you, my nigga? That mouse, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That mouse on your bumper. You got beef with that mouse (laughs) publicly. Terrified. It's a wrap for you. Terrified. 
that's that's and nasty. Some work. Discrimination shit. And that mouse, yo, it started off some discrimination shit. That nigga was a racist. But they have washed their hands of that shit. They've they evolved. <laughs> you you talking about know. a motherfucking rebranding? You would never know they was racist as a motherfucker. Your kids will never know they was <laughs> racist. Nigga, they got generations upon generations who don't know nothing about them being like that. And that's most cartoons. Like, they just had Space Jam 2 with mm-hmm. LeBron. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if you go back and watch that old footage, that nigga was dressed up like Indians and shit. Yeah. Killing it. He was dressing up like man, he was dressed up like a soldier. He was like one little two. He was shooting yeah. the wall. Oh yeah, they was yeah, wild. Man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Them old school, like the way they got low when that yeah in mm-hmm. the when, in the twenty what is it the teens twenty tens oh, yeah. when all that shit started to come out about how yeah they was like oh we we fucked up yeah. mm-hmm. and. They're hiding it in plain sight because they tell you on their streaming platforms, yes, you can watch this, but understand this comes from a time where mm-hmm. these things were inappropriate and it, so they ain't hiding it either. They spent team five, whoever. Public so you ladies. can't even throw it in their face because they're like, you're right. We were wrong. And we apologize. We acknowledge that. We apologize and we're doing better going forward mm-hmm. to show our change. They got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We rock with Disney. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but if y'all ain't got nothing else, we can get into the uh, our tribute for for hip hop turning fifty. If you remember, what's it called? No, what's the topic? <laughs> y'all remember when? Y'all remember yeah. when hip hop turned fifty? Yeah, hip hop turned fifty. Yeah, you may receive, you may be hearing this in December twenty twenty four, but God. just remember when we were here. <laughs> hip hop turned fifty. That shit is crazy because they've been doing like a concert series mm-hmm. with uh, some of the older rappers or whatever. Um, motherfuckers been getting mad because uh, some of the acts outside of New York mm-hmm. weren't being necessarily included in this shit. Mm-hmm. They can easily fix that though. Just take that tour to different regions mm-hmm. and highlight the acts from that region. Mm-hmm. So you do a Atlanta show with Atlanta artists. You do a Miami show with Florida artists. Then you go to Houston and do a show in or yeah, some some midpoint in between Louisiana and uh Texas so that way you can get the New Orleans group and the Texas group come together do a super show. Take that bitch to Chicago, do a Midwest show. Then you take that bitch out west, do a West Coast show. Everybody good everybody's represented cuz those are the big hubs from where niggas be at. So you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. You you can do that, but our uh, top five. Was it Master P here this week? Yep. Yep. Was he was here, here uh, talking about business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was here talking. Shout out David Dreamcatchers. He was there. Yeah, yeah. Giving giving game to the young entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Yeah, letting them know what it is. Entrepreneurs. But uh, <laughs> our top five are top five impactful hip hop moments for. The individual. So this is not overall. This is not a full history. The, this is reflective of the individuals you hear speaking. Yeah. I got to give you all this disclaimer because I know somebody gonna be like, "Well, you didn't say." Mm-hmm. And fuck all that. Okay, we're not talking about rappers' delight. Mm-hmm. Delight. Excuse me, because mm-hmm. none of us were here for that. I have no idea. Yeah, none of that. And no. I'm still. <laughs> no, I know, but I yeah, yeah, I know it, but I, I felt I like I had to know what me. <laughs> Um, so who want to kick it off, man? I'll kick it off. What you got? Okay. So, hold on, I'm trying to find the exact year. Mm-hmm. 2009. 
I just want to go. <laughs> I just want to go. The, the year two thousand nine with Drake dropped so far gone. Okay. That changed. I feel like for me personally, that changed the way I listen to artists' body of work because like mm-hmm. people start putting out mixtapes that sound like albums after that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, so far gone was definitely a moment when I fell in love with hip hop because it. I don't know. It, it was just dope. Like that whole year because mm-hmm. we had like J Cole and Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. How old were you that year? Uh, 21? 22? When were you born? 89? And what year did you say? You were 20. You just do the math. It's right there. My fault. I think I said, how old? What year were you born? I can't do math that fast. Where's my calculator at? And I think it's the reason I say that is because it's important to let people know mm-hmm. your history or your possible history with be, the exposure to hip hop. Because two my two co-hosts weren't like myself, raised by wolves and exposed to hip hop early on. They got it a little later, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. why their list is going to differ from mine. Mm-hmm. So you got Drake. What else you got? Run, run me down the other four. Oh, see, and again, I did the assignment, but I understand the assignment. Okay. Another impactful moment when Mac Miller passed. Okay. Ooh. It makes sense for you. Because, yeah. like, that. Yeah, and I say my, that because I remember you trying to put me on the Mac Miller when we, we worked together in the same department. So, mm-hmm. yeah. When he sense. passed, and then all my favorite artists who listened to him and worked with him, they were sad, too. It was just. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, it was rough. Um, Good Kid, Matt City. Okay. Mm-hmm. Change the way mm-hmm. I listen to albums, the control verse, because I felt like that's when hip hop started getting a little more competitive than it used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not letting you get off the chat. We'll talk about that. I mean, just went from, again, my standpoint, when I mm-hmm. when it was brought to my attention. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, and then an honorable mention okay. that I had was the uh, Wiz Khalifa and Currency project. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. You got your five? How fly. Two seconds. All right, I'll go. I'll go, go while you. Go. All right, because I'm so almost there. My, my first uh, moment was the year, because uh, it was a ca- not a calendar year, but like a rolling calendar year where we lost Big and Pop. Um, I was like nine, because I think it was like 95. Yeah, I was nine when that shit happened. And again, being a, a young listener, new to hip hop, very tribal at the time, you had to pick a side. Um, because of his charisma, I was more so in the pocket at the time. So his death uh, hit harder for me uh, than Biggs. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't fully understand what Biggie was doing. It wasn't until I got older, going back, listening to it, where I, I gained a greater appreciation for what Big was doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one. Uh, number two was the 95 Source Awards. Um, and I put them on there uh, when they big New York folk focused audience booed Outkast mm. for best new artist I believe it was mm-hmm. and Andre hit him with the you know the South got something to say because that was some East Coast West Coast beat yeah and they, and they they, they, they just caught a stray yeah. anything mm-hmm. that what New York yeah. at that yeah. award yeah. show was so getting booed and I put that on because I feel like that was the premium fuel that launched the South being the power and the truly the new epicenter of hip hop right now because they snatched the sound and they have never given it back to New York to the point to where New York is now I'm not going to say biting but they're imitating things that they see from other regions mm-hmm. prime example that New York drill music drill music started in Chicago am I correct yeah 
you you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's their big thing now. Yeah. But or everybody having that uh, Detroit flow, where it's very uh, conversational. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Again, they're not innovating and they're not the epicenter that they once were. And I feel like that all started right there at that 95 Source Awards. That's when they started to get heavily influenced. Yeah, well, other regions were like, oh, word, this is how New York is. Mm-hmm. Let's put on and, and develop a definitive sound and stop trying to imitate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my third one was the rise of gangster rap in NWA, late 80s, early 90s. Um, it was a big pivot from... The good time music, like I like I say, um, this was more realistic, of course, and it stood in uh, drastic opposition to my my number five uh, moment on here because this was so like this is real life, this is what we go through, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Fuck the police was a, a real thing because at the time you had the Rodney King shit, you had motherfuckers just really the police doing what police do now, but it was on a lower, like, hush-hush type of thing mm-hmm. until the Rodney King tape came out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then with those uh, cops being exonerated and found not guilty, again, fueled the fire that became, you know, what, what, what gangster rap and shit was then. Mm-hmm. Um, my fourth one was uh, The Year of the Dog, uh, DMX in 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, two platinum albums in a year. At a time where hip hop was trying to get its feet together mm-hmm. because it had lost Big and Pac, and they were trying to find something to, I'm not going to say replace that, but fill that void, mm-hmm. for, especially in the New York area. Because in that time. Is that what he did, Woodstock? Yeah. Yeah, that was. Crazy. Yeah, he did. Well, these albums came out in 98, he did Woodstock in 99. Have you heard the interview, not interview, but the barbershop uh, with Jay Z talking about? Going out after DMX went yeah. out first. Yeah, the shit, the shit he would do, because he, he said uh, they, they were on that Hard Knock Life tour, I believe it was, and he would have to follow DMX, and DMX's live show was second to none, and his shit was so, uh, it, it would evoke such a strong reaction. Like, you know, his his beats would come on, doom, 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 doom. And then he was like, this nigga just growl into the mic. And the <laughs> yeah, whole crowd just go fucking crazy. Go fucking and then he was like, this nigga's drinking like Alizé and Hennessy, and it's red. Like yeah, so he he comes out, and it's just red down his, you know what I'm saying? That's fucking crazy. crazy. And then yeah. like, he took the shirt off, Yeah. and now the women are going crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he's at the end of the shit, and he's, he's praying, praying and crying. And, and started crying. His gangsters and that motherfucker <laughs> trying to repent for what they done did. And they looked at Jay-Z and was like, all right, now you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay is like, I mean, I can rap. You know, turn the beat off. I'm just, I'm just rap for these he's niggas. Like, it's a hard knock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you should listen to him tell it because he's way better. Yeah. But Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can imagine that's yeah, nigga. That, that year of the day. Anybody got a different. favorite hip hop storyteller? We'll get into that. Yeah, my fault. Okay. My fault. Um, yeah, the, the year of the dog, second to none, uh, brought brought back New York hip hop out of the depths of losing big and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the shiny soup shit with Puff. Mm-hmm. So he again kept it kept it real and kept it gritty. And my number five, which is what I said, was in uh, stark contrast to the, the rise of gangster rap in the NWA was MC Hammer and the commercialization of hip-hop and it being viewed as selling out. 
And I put that on there because a lot of the shit that Hammer did is what rappers do now. Mm-hmm. As far as getting with brands mm-hmm. and inking deals and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. When Hammer was doing it, hip-hop was supposed to be strictly underground. You were not trying to go mainstream. You mm-hmm. just wanted to be recognized in a group of hip-hop heads. It was like, oh yeah, that's like tight. a rebel argument. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's underground. That nigga Hammer out here, Pepsi commercials, Adam's Family soundtrack, world tour, flashy lights, real hip-hop heads hated that nigga. Big-ass pain. Hated that nigga for that. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Oh my nigga, I was and I was all in. Collecting checks. I was all in. I had a had an MC Hammer doll with the purple sequence suit. Oh, for real. What nigga? It's, I feel it because he was he took it mainstream. Dancing and yeah. yeah. And if you heard the stories about Hammer for real, man. Yeah, he wasn't no bitch. Niggas thought he was soft. Mm. <laughs> Outcast said, "Well, you run up a Hammer if you want to. Hammer beat your monk ass." <laughs> <laughs> Niggas forget he's a nigga from Oakland. So Red man got a story about Hammer. Yeah, really, because he said something about his mom or something. Hammer just walked up on him because they went to Oakland. Mm-hmm. And Hammer just walked up on him. He's like, bro, listen, you young or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't know about talking about my mama. Mm-hmm. Type shit. And he yeah. was like, yes, sir, Mr. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. it. Yeah, to the point yeah. to where that, that niggas again think he saw Hammer signed the death row and was not near one time intimidated. By that nigga shoot him. Work. Not narrow one. Because again, he's a real nigga. And real recognized. Real. <laughs> Yo, that's. Real nigga from Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Real nigga from Oakland. I know I'm sorry, bro. Like, you good. There's a show called Stars on Mars. Tell me what do y'all see the commercial for? I've, I've heard of it, yeah. Because they, uh, they got Beast Mode on there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Fucking sidebar from that. I saw, speaking of Beast Mode, I saw him on Slam Ball. Have y'all been yeah. seeing Slam Ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hilarious. Half the show is silent because they can be on their cousin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, because he be going in. Yeah. like that's but, the same thing on Stars on Mars. He be cussing like a motherfucker. But it's dope because you can see his genuine enthusiasm yeah. in whatever it is And that's doing. why they don't get mad at him because it's real. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not like an actor or anything. Because yeah. even a dude doing the bleeps will like miss something. Because uh-huh. you can't expect it. Yeah. Can't expect it. But nah, I but love they be on there with Ario Winter. From um, Modern Family? Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, what was the bike with one ball? The nigga that bikes with one testicle. Oh, uh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was on that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Porsche. Porsche. What is from this? Real husband. Real husbands of Hollywood. Oh, okay. Porsche Jeez. something or another. Yeah. Oh my god. The camera's in. Can... <laughs> <laughs> what is? Uh, what's the show? Stars on Mars. Yeah. So they put on them, Fox, I believe. They put the niggas in Australia and basically gonna do some great ass bitch. Yeah, run them through like a Mars oh. simulation. Is oh, it? I love shit yeah. like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love, it. I love shit like that. It's on the 10th episode right now. I haven't watched it yet because I think that's the last one. So yeah. Watching. Yeah, because I was watching Special Forces with Dwight Howard and shit like that. But mm-hmm. I like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. Yep, Check that out. Appreciate it. Stars on yeah, Beast Mode's a real, he's a, he's a he's real a nigga. He's a real nigga. Bro. Him and Ronda Rousey was on wrestling and shit. Mm-hmm. The only person that really don't fuck with him was Aria Winter, but I don't know if I like her. I like her in real life. Mm-hmm. I do watch it. Hey. I mean, that's... Even though I don't know her in real life. Yeah, I just but watch it. a TV show. And, 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 any motherfucker who don't fuck with the real, you gotta look at him side so eye. Like, mm-hmm. so but I understand. And I've watched Modern Family too. now, so like... Mm-hmm. Beast Mode is a lot in everything. Everything he... He's a real genuine dude, but he is a... That's a giant child, man. <laughs> you watched that one show on uh, Netflix with Will Arnett, the mystery detective show? I've seen that one. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've seen that one with him, too. Hilarious. A giant <laughs> child, bro. I'm telling you. But, yeah. Um, it's part of his charm. 
All right, y'all. You got your five. My five. Okay, run it down. Now these five differ from y'all a little mm-hmm. bit because it's it's a little bit of moments, but a little more mo- moments for me personally as far as like either obtaining an album or mm-hmm. that being you know what I mean. So I was about to say Suicide Boys like a cello. <laughs> Chill out. So <laughs> <laughs> both of the Harmony Crossroads. Yeah, it's like the mm-hmm. first it's real rap song deal. I remember. Mm-hmm. Like watching the video and everything. Also, mm-hmm. that's the first time I heard. Uh, found out about parental advisory stickers because mm-hmm. my mom went to go buy me the tape cassette mm-hmm. and because they had that sticker on it I couldn't get it. Sticker, big as shit boy. <laughs> <laughs> they were huge back then yeah. though. Couldn't get it. You feel they me? had yeah. the bottom right corner. Yeah, bro. bottom right corner <laughs> of the CD. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. couldn't get it. So, Bone Thugs Army Crossroads. Okay. For me. Um, get Rich or Die Trying, y'all. It's a fucking moment. You know what I mean? And moment. that's like the first parental advisory album that I did get. Okay. So once again, personal for yeah. me, mm-hmm. but big moment, right? Um, college Kanye West has two, because mm-hmm. college dropout was personal for me. Jimmy mm-hmm. gave it to me, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't even like it for real." And I played the shit out that like, yeah. mm-hmm. couldn't stop. And the Taylor Swift incident mm-hmm. that led to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, that's a whole moment for me. That whole mm-hmm. bubble of time mm-hmm. is a moment for me. Cause he came back on that same stage with uh, "Runaway Love" with Pusha T in the and, red and suit and did the beat right there at the yeah mm-hmm. on the MTV Awards yeah mm-hmm. moment whole got bubble it. time got yeah. it. um the grinding beat lunch tables were never safe after that beat <laughs> came out so different bro like that company stopped went up that was a moment um Lupe Fiasco food and liquor. Okay. It's the first time I walked into a Sam's Club mm-hmm. <laughs> and bought an album for like $7. But it was that one. Okay. And that changed my perspective on rap and okay. in general. Because it was uh, 50 Cent and shit. Mm-hmm. Eminem, 50, Eminem, yeah. 50, if that was it. Then I got Lupe and that movie opened my eyes. Back then, we didn't have that. You really had to go buy albums. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That was like the burnt CD era. Yeah. So I really had to go Napster. And it was eight ball and JG and shit. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. all hard shit. So I got food and liquor, and that shit turned my ears like around to lyrical shit. Um, that's one. You, you had a two question. Did you all of you on your five? Five. Yeah. And XSX and Tashiyan passing is uh the extra, the extra, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna mention because that was mm-hmm. a. I remember being at work mm-hmm. and my homie who knew I listened to it because he didn't really fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I was playing with the kids in the, yeah. <laughs> playing in the basketball gym. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, you hear about your boy? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, your homie just got shot. And he showed me the phone. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I typed that shit up on my shit. Sure enough, I'm like, bro, that's crazy. So yeah. to be in that, like, I physically remember what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, my honorable mention was Nip Passing. Because oh, aside, aside from Pac, that was the only one that elicited an emotional response from me. Because yeah. that was a moment, too. Yeah. 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 But uh, you you were asked another question uh, while we were running through our five. favorite hip hop storyteller. Favorite hip hop storyteller. Story te- not as far as like rapping. Mm-hmm. As far as they tell stories, they go on interviews. They go on interviews, and the stories that they tell provoke any type of response, like laughter. Look at them like, oh man, I didn't know that. You know what I mean? They do great uh, interviews and shit like that. Fat Joe. Fat Joe's gonna be mine. Fat Joe's amazing. <laughs> Red Man is too. I was about to say. I better uh, stop talking because I got a bunch of. <laughs> oh, I just thought of two more. You feel me? Top five. Top five. <laughs> top five. Top five. Uh, 
Check this out. I think I'm drawing a fucking blank right here. Vince Staples. God damn it. Yeah. He tells good stories. 50 Cent. 50 Cent is DJ uh, Who Kid. Mm-hmm. Because he'll tell the story that 50 Wolf. And it'd be a whole yeah. bunch about them party stories. And that shit is amazing. Uh, Pharrell tells good stories. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells really good stories. Um, I'm trying to think. Because some of them get on there. Just, mm-hmm. you know I mean? Timberland stories aren't bad. They're not. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're not are. bad. Um, I think Ben Staples might. I'm going Fat Joe for my time. Fat Joe is my favorite hip hop storyteller. Just the way he talks and all that shit. Have you seen his breakdown of the Jada Kiss and Dipset battle? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I know there's Have one. You seen I'm, that? Mm-hmm. I know there's one I'm missing though. COVID was in the building. building. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. It's hilarious. I'm telling you, favorite one. <laughs> there um, was one. Oh, and from an old school standpoint, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, Jazzy Jeff. Tells good stories too uh, about shit that you didn't even think or like like little snippets that nobody knew like house party mm-hmm. when instead of kidding play they were supposed to be DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince mm. yeah like I, I like those kind of oh. would Will Smith be considered one does he tell hip hop stories he tells his stories I guess that's everybody's thing they tell their stories that they know I don't know Tyler Grader I always enjoy his interviews. I like his interviews, but as far as... I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm getting confused between these good interviews and... Telling stories. Yeah, because basically it's the same thing. It's really the same thing. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Niggas don't believe me, but Dame Dash tells some good stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's because you got to fight through. Yeah. Because <laughs> you working for a boss. Yeah. That's, that's insane. I remember him and, um, what's the light skinned nigga? Envy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and Envy get into an argument about that shit. I mean, you have a boss. You can't, you can't talk to me about yeah. you know what I mean? You don't, I was like, Jesus mm-hmm. From an entertainment standpoint, just purely entertainment because of the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth, I enjoy the, I enjoy hearing DJ Khaled talk. Oh, because that nigga was like, I was in clubs with yeah. pit bulls with <laughs> baseball bats. <laughs> no, no, there was one. I love Fat Joe just random posts on Instagram and shit. Uh-huh. It was one. He's like, what do you what, what do you call this? Shrimp scabby? Have you ever played rugby? I was like, bro, what? Him. Uh, what? As far as random hip-hop shit, Rick Ross. I was good. Them two niggas talking to each other. He literally just came to mind. Bruh. I had somebody else in my mind, but I lost it after you said Khaled. Yeah. Because Khaled's hilarious. Yeah. I started following Khaled's Snapchat just because. <laughs> the jet ski connection. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. y'all seen that shit? Well, he was on the jet ski for like hours, bro. He got lost in fucking the mm, Yeah, the yeah that's, that's around what I started following. Nah. That I was his big thing. I man. didn't see that. I just and then he started telling me to use bar soap. That sit-down interview between Khaled and... Rick Ross and the niggas was talking about almond milk and that nigga Rick Ross said mysterious <laughs> <laughs> Duh. He was like I don't 
I don't know what it is. I yeah. don't drink it. it yeah. was, I don't, does it come from the almond? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I grabbed the battery with my hands. <laughs> you know what's crazy? There was a clip on YouTube uh, that came out that really showed somebody doing that shit. Yeah, it's not impossible. That's that. But the charging a car with them, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just your hands. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I don't see it. I don't trust it. You gotta, from a physics standpoint, you would have to have enough static electricity in your body to create a spark. That's the the ideal behind it because we're all just giant electricity conductors. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Water and electric. Mm-hmm. We really should be together, man. <laughs> Why would you pay for this shit, then? Oh, God. Hey. The fuck? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Yo, got your favorite? Uh, that's what I was thinking. Hip-hop moments, too. Uh, hip-hop actors. Hip-hop actors? actors. Like, rappers that turned top, into actors? Yes, top one. I, I don't need a whole bunch. Don't be spilling them out at me. Give me one, man. Because it's a couple. From just going one. It's one. One. Mark Wahlberg. The racist nigga? Mm-hmm. And I'm basing this solely off of his acting uh-huh. and the uh, different roles he's playing. He is the white Dwayne Johnson. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry. That he's got it. Shit. But think about it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Can I, can I, let me backtrack that. Queen mm-hmm. Latifah, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Son of Pink, Son of Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, take your time, take your time. I'm going to go... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be honest with you. See, it's a toss-up. I'm going to speak because it's dead mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. Um, it's a toss-up between <laughs> Andre 3000 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or Most Death. Yep. Those, that's my conundrum. Makes sense. You know what I mean? I want to throw Luda in there just because... He'd have been doing it for a minute now. And it's Fast and Furious family. Yeah, so if I'm going just strictly off of like, because I was thinking more new, but to say somebody that y'all have a name, I'm going to go Common. Mm. That makes sense. Because longevity, he had everything. He's solid. He got range. Does he have range? I haven't seen him <laughs> immediately go, yet. Yeah, we don't go, That's we so, gonna throw these terms like range. That's my only, okay. my only. He's been in a wide range, range of stuff. I, I haven't seen him immediately. That's why I picked Queen Latifah, because she can do whatever the fuck you need her to do. Common wasn't a comedy. He was just right, but he wasn't a comedy. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He, was straight, he played the straight man in that. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't a comedy. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. say range, just because I've seen that nigga play the okay. same character. He's been in a wide range of films. He's got a, his filmography is, yes. It what, is. what movie's comic it is? I'm uh, not here to argue about this. John Wick 2. Bitch ass nigga, what the, yeah. stand on your thoughts. I'm not here to argue. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, <laughs> but I ain't here to argue. Hey, I'm about to, John I Wick, but he didn't say nothing to John Wick. Wick too. Yeah, him and, him and John Wick had a little bit of back and forth. That nigga um, said three lines. Silo, mm-hmm. Hell on Wheels. If anybody got range, it's uh, most deaf or Andre. Or what what is most deaf done? He done what is it? Thirteen blocks, fifteen yeah, blocks. Yeah, Bruce mm-hmm. Willis. Yep. Uh, he did that. He did uh, <laughs> Brown Sugar. He is the same jig in every. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing that popped up. <laughs> My mom typed in common filmography. Uh-huh. Right. First thing that popped up, Selma. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Barbershop. Uh-huh. Wanted. Come on, man. Just right. I forgot about Come Wanted. Come on, man. The John Wicks. Talk that shit. Mm-hmm. The Informer. Mm-hmm. Ava. Mm-hmm. American Gangster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Street Kings. Mm-hmm. The Kitchen. Sounds the same nigga to me. <laughs> it's a bald brewing nigga. That's all I mean. <laughs> He's just moving to different places in the house. <laughs> like, he said bald nigga in the suit. Yeah, that's all it is. The man. Price of Protest. The Colin Kaepernick story. Come on, man. What are we talking? Venus is a real common ass comic. <laughs> <laughs> Play his goddamn self. Brown sugar. Now, yeah. can I get into some, uh. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, you see, yeah, just can bought I get it into some most yeah. death. Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yo, Gabba Gabba. Ranch. He got to go to Next day, Air, House, Cadillac mm-hmm. Records. Oh, he was the Boondocks. He was Gangsta Delicious yeah. in the Boondocks. <clears throat> Be Kind Rewind. Mm, Come okay. on, man. Talladega Nights. I don't remember him. I don't either. Chappelle Show. 16 blocks. Mm-hmm. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the to Galaxy. To, yeah. yeah. Like I Wanna Lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Woodsman. The Italian Job. He was funny as fuck. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't like dogs. We don't get it to like him being. I don't like dogs. He was wheelchair Jimmy before him and uh, my wife and kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played his brother. He yeah. did the wheelchair play yeah. ball with him. What are we yeah. talking about here? Not here to argue, though. No, we not here to argue, <laughs> but we not gonna throw range on him. That ain't got range. That's the only thing that I was like, cause we didn't say any of those terminologies. Cause we know what it is. He was in movie forty three. He probably had fifteen. Everybody had fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was one where the, the whole joke was a nigga had testicles on his chin, and he was eating dinner with Holly Berry. Wasn't that the whole shtick? <laughs> Come on, man. We not going. Yo, shout out Common though. Shout out to my nigga comic. Yeah. Just not the range part. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just the terminology. That nigga's a chronic misquoter, though. Remember uh, a couple weeks ago, that nigga tried to argue the weekend in Beyonce. As far as tour right. Yeah, nigga tripping. Was I? You right. I should have just left it alone. <sighs> but y'all ain't here to argue, though. I'm not. Just, we didn't. The shit you say be so wild, you gotta say something. It's gotta be acknowledged. You be lying. We have <laughs> You be lying. Oh, <laughs> shit. Seen it, but they go okay. full ring. Same episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, range y'all remember range. when? And you didn't even say comments real shit when he was uh, riding around with that boy in the car. You feel me? Um, and they got shot at the end. Oh, you ain't hit. Oh, yeah. You on. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. He has range. He has range. He has range. 
Oh, the comedy movie. I'm trying. Cause you don't know about that. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. All right. Um. Love. Sticking, sticking Love. with music. Uh, what are you guys currently listening to? Oh, Michael Rainey. Oh, that new Mick Jenkins. Mm-hmm. New Mick Jenkins. That new Mick Jenkins is hard. Yeah, love. Yeah. It's a deep cut. Yeah, you ain't hit to the Michael Ray movie with comedy. They was riding around a car doing foul shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I don't think they both die in that one. Isn't that no, the just comedy? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. And then the little boy dried the car off, right? Yeah. At the end of it? Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> it's a great film. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, besides Mick Jenkins, what else y'all, y'all, y'all been tapped into? Oh, man. Let me go ahead and open up my Spotify. Travis Scott still heavy in rotation. Yeah. That, oh, I tried to listen to that new Quavo. How was that? Mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> okay. I tried, bro. I made it to song four, and it's just it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's heavy, as I assumed it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's just weird hearing that from the party nigga, mm-hmm. and the beats are still. No, the beats are like way heavy too. I'm not gonna hold you, but it's just like he got. Mama told me, mm-hmm. who with me, hold me. Where could I start? Yeah. <laughs> it's just he's like, in his feels. He's, he's in his feels. That that may be his. And uh, I get it because it's his way of grieving. The title of the album is Rocket Power. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. for take off. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yes. So it's gonna be heavy. So I tried, man. What you got? Uh, you oh, check really? out that porches by reason. <laughs> Trigger reason, warning. Only reason I ask. Only reason I ask. Literally. Trigger only warning. Only reason I ask is because it's gotten pretty decent feedback that this may be his best project. And it's uh, I've listened from what I've listened to. It's very uh, I'm, I don't want to say relatable, but he tells pretty good stories in that picture. Hmm. Pretty good. God damn it. And it's not that I don't like reason. It's oversaturated with reason. No, no, it's because I don't like reason. Yes, because he don't like reason. And then also, uh, Moose was barking on that nigga. He said, don't sign that sucker. I see that. I see that. That That was a rough eight minutes to listen to. I was doing the whole thing. I'm like, yo, when reason said, get your shit off Moose, I was like, oh, he was about to go there. Yeah. I also stumbled across this. uh, The Suicide Boys album? Nah. Tony Tony Touch presents the death tape. What? And it's like a a mixtape with. Artists going over like these classic hip hop beats or whatever. Okay, okay, okay. And I bring it up because there's a song on here called uh, Tonight with Jada Kiss, Freddie Gibbs, and somebody else. Who's somebody else? You should give that a listen. I can't remember the dude's name. Oh, uh, I thought that was. Like, there's uh-huh. also a song on here uh, called We Shot You, which is uh, Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher. Mm. Any West Side? Any West Side? No, West Side's not on here. Um, this nigga's so mysterious, man. Huh? Hey. Yeah, but they, they go over like classic beats, like We Shot is of course, the Who Shot You beat. Of course. Um, <laughs> we Shot You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of shit on here. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. that part right there is so crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Um, Suicide Boys, obviously. But No Name. I saw it. I was going to ask if you listen to her album. I haven't uh, tapped into it yet, but I, knew, I know you're a fan. So. Have you guys ever heard of 
Mateo, I think is his name. So it's an upside down question mark. Over no name in my review real quick. I didn't know it was a review. I apologize. Uh, let me t- can I get a space? No. <laughs> Fuck that. Can I get a little space? God damn, I'm talking still. All right, thank y'all so much. Appreciate <laughs> y'all. <laughs> No, this No Day project is actually really fucking amazing, man. They're trying to give me grief right now because Jay Electronica dropped some uh, anti-Semitic lyrics. You know, you can't say they, them, any of that shit when it comes to that anymore, man, because they will. Oh, thank <laughs> We fucked up. We got to rebrand. <laughs> They're socially unacceptable? <laughs> the socially acceptable. The socially acceptable is just a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> the socially acceptable. Acceptable in advocacy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, gotta rebrand. This episode is sponsored by the. <laughs> Welcome back, allies. <laughs> we we us me. Oh, yeah. No, um, but that no name is really fucking good, man. If you have some time, please, 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 please go play that shit, man. It's uh, it's for everybody, and she is a lyrical dynamo. You know what I mean? She is one of them, bro. Like, honestly, like, she's the best woman rapper to me. Like, actually putting the bars together. Mm-hmm. She's just mm-hmm. talking to me, bro. Okay. Besides Rhapsody, Rhapsody's my yeah. Rhapsody's my my uh, Rhapsody's my number one. Rhapsody. I think I like No Name. Her last project's for fire. Yeah. Rhapsody. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start on the way home. You asked about Tao, Tao, Tao No, nah, fuck, no, nah, fuck me. I'm, yeah. I'm good. See how we give you the space? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I want your space. Pulse. Like the fuck? Hey, yo. Nah, uh, artist name, I think it's pronounced Tao. It mm-hmm. has an upside down question mark, T-E-O. I don't listen to it. I'm going to tell you that right now. Ah, it's fire, though. It was a good listen. I've seen that name before. Yeah, it's. I, I enjoyed it. I listened to it once. After listening to that mix. Put you on the spot real quick. Okay. Last ten years, from 2013 to now. Okay. You got one album to suggest to somebody to listen to. What one album, one hip hop album, are you choosing? What year? Last ten years. Yeah, last ten years. One hip hop album. One hip hop album. Last ten years. Now, what am I doing? Am I like trying to give him a overall picture of what? They're like new to hip hop, and they're like, "Hey, what album shows? Yeah, what albums would you suggest I listen to? What album? What kind of music do they listen to? No, 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 I'm not even asking all that. If you're hip hop, you don't know. You don't know what type of hip hop you don't like. I'm just going to put mine out there now. I'm going, uh, damn, Kendrick Lamar. I'm going, um, Lupe, Tessa. Okay. I'm trying to think last 10 years. Because mm-hmm. when he was going to get Mad City, because I feel like that's the... It's like 2011. That's why he didn't say anything. 2010, damn. 2011. Uh-huh. He said damn? No. Yeah, I said damn. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was 2017, I believe. 2016, 2017. But good kid Mad City was just different. I know, but it doesn't qualify, so pick another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's the one. Then I'm going to go. I'm glad these hyper-aware ass niggas don't listen to me. Right 
Fuck, I don't know, honestly. If you want to, I can give you damn. And I'll take... Uh, but it, it wouldn't be damn. It would, okay, I, <laughs> it wouldn't I, be. I, I take that J. Cole, uh, I think it's 1428, uh, mm, that Forest one. Hills Drive. You better hurry up. <laughs> don't let me get another eyeball. <laughs> Yeah, those would be two. I was, hey, here you go. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong either way. Damn, that J. Cole would be. See what I'm saying? I told you. I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just gatekeep and not give him shit. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve you this late, nigga. Fuck out of here. No, let me get a. Can't do that. Somebody could have did that to y'all. In the year 2000, we all was really, you know what I'm saying? Really this nigga. <laughs> Somebody gave me. Shout out to my nigga Marcus, man. He was the burn CD, man. This is crazy because that was the first shit y'all got. And my first shit I got, I think I was like five or six years old, and I got the DOS Effect single. They won effects. No, I had and, I, and I liked it just because they rapped fast. Yeah, there was yeah, nothing yeah. that it did. Couldn't tell you a single fucking bar that made sense on there. Bumps, diggity, bumps, diggity, bump, bump. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right before that. Okay. But it didn't, it wasn't hitting. Like, I just kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, bubbling along. Mm-hmm. Like, I was listening to um, Gospel Gangster. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith, Will Lydia. Will Lydia. Here we come. Another year. Ha ha. Ha ha. Come on, man. Don't get them. What? Does take care qualify? Yeah. That's 2013, isn't it? I feel like that's 2013. I'm going to take care. That feels 2012-ish. Let's, let's, let's check and see. That feels 2012-ish to me, let's, man. I don't think he made if it. If it, I was definitely. If it came out in 2013. That's, that's nope, 2011. God damn it. That's why I was like, it feels 2012-ish to me, man. That's why I was like, yeah. 20, well, when did 2014? Uh, well, I was right, the bus the, the Forest Hills Drive come out. Forest Hills Drive was like 2015. Because I feel like that was around the same. 2014, oh, 2014, 2014. It was not. Uh, that was 2014, yes. Mm. I've got a bank over there here. No, well, I mean, just because that whole era mm. was special. Because that was also more about nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Album about, about nothing. About <laughs> I can't. That's the, some of the greatest music ever. There's more out here, man. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm giving the best staples. The motor part broke my heart. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If I want to give him a, a classic new Shoot. nigga that's really out here that can rap and he give you some good literature, you feel me? Some good shit to read. Big Fish Theory was fire. Yeah. If you're that reading this, it's too late. That's that qualifies. That if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, that, that, that might be. On your fifth attempt, nigga, about goddamn time. All the, bogey. Music, all the music you listen to. <laughs> bogey. bogey like a and we just firing them off. And you just, I, uh, I'm just a little, I got to calibrate. That's all. Just got to calibrate. I like this indie project from 20, <laughs> from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we said 10 years. <laughs> but it was so good. I just, you can't, you can't. What about the 2012, sir? What did the album about nothing drop? Uh, 2015, I believe. Because that was... My next choice. Yeah. Oh, you know what we say either? Which that's not gonna make you cut. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Nah. Nah, that was like 2018. Now get it get the fuck out of here. Scram. (laughs) (laughs) My third (laughs) And I said it didn't make you cut for eight percent. How the fuck you mentioned it? (laughs) (laughs) You said it out loud, nigga. Nah, man. You just uh you know. 
He was like, here he comes. Yo, that shit has some bops, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I used to roller skate in my basement to it. Come on, man. Yeah. Will Lydia? Nigga, you could have you honestly said culture by the Migos, because that changed mm-hmm. some shit. Mm-hmm. Especially for these current niggas in, in the music that they making. They took Afro Angel off of that shit? Oh, the, um... Oh, they still got the rain. Shoot, Call Me If You Get Lost. That was a... That would yeah. be what I would introduce yeah. somebody to. Yeah. I was 10. No wonder my mom and dad didn't really listen to anything else. I was 10 when that album came out. Yeah. I got that shit for Christmas. Of course I'm listening to Will you. And now I understand why the faux sex live meant a lot when my dad heard it. Mm-hmm. Bro, like... Little Kip said it, and my dad was like, yo, I don't know if I wish you had this album after hearing that shit. So she's like, so I can have real phone sex, know what I mean? That was the bar. Yeah. Didn't remember that. My dad was <laughs> like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I might take this back. And I, was, I was 10. Of course you might take that back. to any and everything. But in, in my defense, though, when I was young and I was introduced to, to hip-hop, it wasn't as graphic. It was more like the ha-ha bar. Ha-ha mm-hmm. bar. So by the time it did get to yeah. that shit. I was like, I grew with it. So grandfathered yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so lucky to be grandfathered in. Because one of my favorite songs I remember when I was young was this LL Cool J song. Uh, I think it's called The Booming System. Imagine me grandfathered into hip hop. That's fucking amazing. You heard my story, Crossroads. <laughs> Crossroads my shut first album, everything down. First album was The Fugees. By the time that shit dropped out, I was a vet. Damn. Or not dropped out, but came out, I was a vet. Damn, I, was, I, was, I knew this shit. Damn. I knew this shit. MTV and BET watching videos like a song, bitch. Nigga, Rap City, before it was in the basement, when it was Joe Claire. Who? Joe Claire. Radio personality now. Old school hip hop dude. I know you don't know him. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I know Big Ticket. I was about to say, that's. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my nigga Big Ticket. After school. <laughs> he was before Big Ticket. He did the freestyle move too? No. His was real, like, interviews. His shit was real, like, interviews, and then, uh, I remember from MTV, for Young TV Jams, uh, Fat Five Freddy. Okay, I know that name. Yeah, he went to the dungeon with Outkast and the Dungeon right. Family uh-huh. and did like a, yeah, they That's showed right. like the basement and shit where everything was created and then like up in the ceiling where everybody like wrote their name and all, you know what I'm saying, all that shit. That's right. Yeah. Man, I wish I was grandfather. We got it. Man. I wish y'all could have heard some of that shit when it was dropping, too, to understand how good it was and how progressive it was up until that point. Because going back and listening to it, you got a completely do different perspective. Where the progression stopped? Where do I think the progression like stopped? Year, where, like, albums and stuff was, like, what hip-hop got uh, pushed, where it stopped. It's like, okay, now this is regressing now. It's tough to say because I feel like every time there's a regression... Um, there's somebody that comes and pushes the sound forward. Mm-hmm. Cause like for instance, um, early two thousands when when Jay Z uh, retired and all of that shit, mm-hmm. where motherfuckers say, oh the music wasn't hitting, uh, they were they wasn't giving you bars, and it was just the South party music. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Wayne step to the forefront, and then off of the the, the Wayne sound, you got the springboard of Drake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then off of the Drake sound, you got the springboard of this new crop of younger lyricists who were were, were bringing it. So you got your your uh, your Coles, your Kendricks, your Crits, mm-hmm. your Wale's, your uh, 
B.O.B.s, you know what I'm saying? Who were who were coming off of the cover, the trap heavy era, and were taking it to the to this next level. That was the golden age of hip hop. I know they called it something else, you know what I'm saying? That fits in my the modern favorite moment. Absolutely, I agree, 110 percent, 110 percent. That my gosh, the mixtapes, the albums, projects, the features, just the way people crafted music during that time, like. Artists would come out, I heard this, and change my whole album. Mm-hmm. And then you had, like, your big posse cuts mm-hmm. where, you know, you could get a DJ Khaled who would grab somebody, grab, like, eight motherfuckers, and it would be somebody to just hop on the track and destroy it. Mm-hmm. Destroy it. Had, um, I'm so hood. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Um, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym? Fuck. Stay scheming. Yeah. Stay scheming. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, in, in, in every instance, there's somebody that comes to, to push that shit forward. Um, but I think now... Oh, that's a Rick Rose song. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. Kelly. Nah, that was, that was Rose. Um, I think now what you're running into is because motherfuckers are looking at it and this is my 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 own opinion i feel like a lot of individuals are looking at rap as a money grab and they're not really giving you the love of the sport and the craft so a lot of the shit is starting to sound very similar so i'm waiting to see who that next individual is that's gonna but no i think when it comes to like i don't want to say like a money grab but i think a lot of artists may see it as a step into something else Mm -hmm. it's a money grab you still had a large contingency contingency of rappers who were uh, down for the cause, conscious, underground, and putting out quality music. So maybe I'm missing the quality of music right now that's being put out, but I feel like a lot of what's being pushed and like when I, every Friday, I check on my music apps to see what's new. This week, thankfully. No, hold on. But but we've been talking all year about. We were just talking about the conversation. We just trying to find a hip hop album. It's a drop, but then we had. Well, if you're looking for down for the call, there's some out there. Not not necessarily down for the calls, but just good music from front to back. You may get a song or two, and that's cool. But I want good music. Prime example of that. This is 2023 now. You seen where uh, what was homie's name that had to wave for like three or four years? The baby, not not no, little baby, little baby, struggling yeah. to sell tickets right now. But that's a thing. That's a normal thing where uh, people cancel concert dates and stuff because they might have got, got concert to set tickets up. You know what I mean? Like that's not. That's not. Crazy. But I also feel like his last project wasn't as good either. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue so. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can hit for a minute, but you, you're you're not. We're not getting that same mm-hmm. longevity, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. because a lot of motherfuckers are like hit and go away, or hit and then some shit happen. Because prime example, can either one of you niggas tell me what Fetty Wap is doing right now? In jail. He in jail. Yeah. 
He got in jail for trafficking. Eight, nine years ago, that nigga was... They he was that nigga on a Rico. He was a monster. He had a monster <laughs> wave, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So... Yeah, yeah. Don't know how that shit died out. He's gone. I mean, Rico charges to well, do that. No, no, there uh, was some other shit, too. His child died and a whole bunch of other shit. Oh. When y'all tell me, when y'all tell me what designer's doing right now? Yes, he's dropped he a song not too long yeah, ago, yeah. But he just got in trouble for beating off on an airplane, too. <laughs> I'm the wrong nigga to ask about the social shit. Fire. That's, but that's good, though. You, yeah, you know, know how many of our listeners knew that, yeah, though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I didn't. Yeah, I am listeners. Wrong, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the wrong nigga to ask these no. questions, too, because I'm going to tell you These are the important questions. I'm going to tell you exactly what. Yeah, nigga, just kind of charge. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? We know what thug fighting right now. Oh, man, I hope we get You know what I'm saying? But you know, thug put out... Music to me, to me, it's albums front and back that I listen to still. But that's to me. And it's that, different for everybody. Again, Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? It's different for everybody. Uh, the, these motherfuckers, and I, I bring that up because it's mm-hmm. motherfuckers that's in the game now, like a Nas. Doug has had a long time too. Doug has been in the game for a minute. It's about 10 years now? At least. Remember Check? Mm-hmm. That was like 10, 10 11 remember. years now? Yeah. So. Because Drake has been in the motherfucker for what, 14 years now? 14, 15 years? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta throw money in. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him at all. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot more motherfuckers that hit for it a little bit and then they go away. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because I feel like some of these motherfuckers that hit for a little bit and go away, we really shouldn't have heard of in the beginning. But they had some shit that went viral mm-hmm. and niggas cared about it. Not to say that wasn't always the thing because you always gonna have one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. I get that piece, but. I just seen the footage of Millie Vanilli on stage. On bro, that shit is out. hilarious. When that tape, girl, you know, girl, girl yeah. you know, girl, you know. I was crying. You know what I'm saying? the first time I see that shit. I love to see these old footage just coming back. And that's real. You can tell that shit is real. You know oh, yeah. Because AI. I remember, see, I remember mm-hmm. seeing that shit on MTV yeah, when it happened. I can generate some AI videos. AI videos are looking cleaner too. The hands don't reflect up anymore. And niggas getting kind of these thirst traps online, which is hilarious. Oh, the AI oh yeah, I see those. It'd be girls, AI produced niggas being in the fucking comments. Because motherfuckers is But AI is getting good too. Because there's somebody who got sued for like selling fake porn or something like that. Jesus Christ. Again. That's These like motherfuckers awesome. would get out of the house and see what real women look like on oh, a regular basis. Can I tell you something about What's these real women on a regular basis? Women? What's uh, up? I was on this one date that. Do they eat steak and we eat? <laughs> <laughs> women eat steak and uh, we eat girl, steak. This girl's from out of town. Mm-hmm. And I, so I just had a conversation on that because it's, you know, somebody mm-hmm. talking to her just random shit and then just stop talking to them. Like, whatever, bro. It's a new, it's like seeing somebody walking past on the street. Like, yeah. conversation. Oh, you think I'm cute? Cool. Let's talk for a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. You feel me? This one girl says she be hustling niggas out there. She'll set it up where, like, niggas come over and beat them up or some shit mm-hmm. like that. And then she'll have another nigga come in and run their pockets. Mm-hmm. And they kick them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's how but that's been a thing for forever though for real but for it's forever just, they're so bold now she's like oh yeah i should be hustling out here that's not hustling yeah it's that's robbery a that's a crime yeah mm. you're in trouble yeah i'm telling you romance scams yeah. And I know it's been happening but just to hear it so blatantly but like, that just lets you know that these motherfuckers aren't out here really having normal conversations with women Really, because like everything is very transactional now. I, mm-hmm. s- I got that up out of her. So just normal conversation. I'm like, yo, you're actually 
Yeah. You got put over there, man. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they be so ready to give us money and shit. That just, the conversation is like, dude, we got to go there. It's, and then if, like, if you talking to somebody in general, and they immediately start talking about, like, struggles or financial mm-hmm. shit or whatever, get whether it be man or woman, get the fuck out of there, get bro. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of there. You talk about a red flag, that's a red flag right there. Like, yeah, all right, all right, Dan. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm from, a, I'm from the area where you really had to walk up and approach girls and get shot down and be able to take it on the chin and be like, all right, well, let me pick somebody else. Who else you know what I'm saying? I'm from that area a little bit. But I kind of like snuck in through the back door on this one. Nigga, it's, I remember wingmanning for motherfuckers. Oh, man. Setting a play. Two man. Set, setting a play. Like, all right, which one, which one you trying to talk to, bro? You trying to talk to that one? All right, I'm going to talk to the friend. You know, women don't like that shit? Or like, don't like which what? one do you think I can bag type conversations? Like, uh, not those, like, I bet I could bag her. I bet I could bag her. I oh, no, our shit was never like that. It was always mm-hmm. like, all right, say me and, me and Dub out. Hypothetical no, speech. Yeah, but it's like, like, you don't have no conversation. Yeah, I got a guy right there. I and I guess if you step back and look at it, that's it a is. predatorial type that's conversation. That's exactly. That's what it like, comes off you as. You want to talk about me like I'm a piece of meat? <laughs> but that's something that's been happening. Not not to say it's right or wrong, no, but that's no, something that's been sure. happening both ways. Who was it, DeSantis last week let us know? <laughs> the conversations like Giuliani. that? Giuliani. <laughs> Yeah, for that sure. is nuts. Oh, but but I, I see, I see where that would be weird. Like I, I would feel weird. If I see, I see that. where it would be weird, but I also see where it's the competitive alpha male type shit. Like, oh yeah, I can get any girl I want. You know what I'm right saying? There. And I can, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I see both sides of it. It's toxic. They don't like it. That's <laughs> all I would say on that. Mm-hmm. I see both sides of the coin. But then my, my question too is No, I mean I, I was saying that to say I see why they understand. Yeah, why, I, see, I understand I see, why they don't like that I understand shit. why they don't like it, but then my, my, my other question is, is from a male perspective, Uh-oh. why the fuck are you talking like that in the company of women? How from that's, male podcast. That's a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we debated. We are one of them. No, because here's here's why, here's why I say that crossed over. Here's why I say that though. Because man to man, there's different communication than man to woman. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why are you talking like that? When it's not going to be understood how it's intended. Good old locker room. It's going to. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to come off like you said, predatory and sounding foul. When that may not be how you intended it to be, but that's how the fuck it sound. Uh Just like if a woman is talking to another woman and she sees a dude and she's like, "Oh, he a simp. I can get." Mm-hmm. X amount of drinks out of him. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't say that in the company of a dude because the dude is going to be like, man, what the fuck is that about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Again, different communication than what's understood with one group ain't necessarily understood with the other. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you weird motherfuckers was out here communicating on a normal basis, you'd mm-hmm. know where to have mm-hmm. said conversations. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned next week. That's when we break down. Grab her by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> That is not okay. We can't be real here. (laughs) That is not okay. I'm not advocating for any of that. I'm just saying I know there's certain shit you don't say around everybody. (laughs) 
shoot. And on that note, <laughs> y'all got anything before no, we wrap up? Okay. Watch your motherfucking mouth and watch you say shit around, okay? Whether it be man, woman, if you feel a certain way about a certain race, don't walk around that race talking crazy like that. That's how you get handed a seat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. You know. Handed a seat. Yeah. Make sure you spell check before you send fraudulent emails. Oh, absolutely. Especially <laughs> if they you forging the boss's book. Yeah, yes. Hanging it up on the bulletin board. Yeah, make it's spell like check. shit real. <laughs> spell check. Not only not only did you make a counterfeit hundred dollar bill. Like I still can't You walked in the mint and was like, can't let me make break break this check. <laughs> Yeah, just break that down for me, Playboy. Bro, you can't, you can't break it down without body thing. I'll take a piece of gum. <laughs> oh, shit. Sir, you need to leave. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. things are tricky. Yeah. If you happen on 2K, please be at your rest. <laughs> These niggas was awesome shit. You go ahead and call it. These niggas was awesome Just like that, we cut and bury off. They got their play. To get, don't get me wrong; they're good, but by the standards of who we could send, mm-hmm. what is it? The FIBA, yeah, right now, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they yeah. I think they were doing like their exhibition tour right now, or mm-hmm. some some shit like that. Hey, like you said, smacking niggas, yeah, doing niggas dirty, yeah. But it's um, man, it's a long, man. I'm yeah, up. yeah. My fault. It's about to be rough. Um, I'm real sleepy. I'm trying to see what, uh, oh, what else God, is yeah, going on. Edibles. I ate 80 grams worth of edibles. So. Jesus, sir. Eight milligrams. Milligrams. Okay, milligrams. I was about to say 80 grams. <laughs> yeah, and a whole pile. We need to get you to a facility, <laughs> sir. Pass out just randomly. They just wake up mid show like nothing right. happened. Oh, God. No, um, 80 milligrams. That ain't that bad, right? Nah. It's a lot, but it ain't that bad. Nah. Um, I can feel it. Today. Oh, y'all gonna check out that Blue Beetle movie? I didn't even know it was out already. It Is came his out hand yesterday. really like that? Hmm? His hand. What, what you